0: What is up, everybody? Clint Esposito here with the Clint Esposito Show. Um, so we're, I'm just going to address the another police shooting. Um, but it's not exactly how they're trying. They're really stretching to paint it, maybe, as something that it's not. Obviously, I don't know. I was not there. Um, but, uh, so we're talking about the shooting of Techly Sundberg, I believe is, uh, yeah. All right, so I'm going to switch over so you guys can see the stuff too here. All right, so here's a tweet by Ben Crump at Attorney Crump. This guy's an attorney and his tweet is, This is Tekel Sundberg, Minneapolis Police Department, killed this smart, loving, and artistic 20-year-old after an hours-long standoff while he was experiencing a mental health crisis. I actually think this is the title. Uh, You know when you just like copy and paste an article and it actually takes the title? I kind of think that's what it is. Because I have read this title somewhere else. But... So it says, we need answers, MPD, as to why Teckle's mental health crisis became a death sentence. Okay, so with that, I don't know, sounds like uh, he was just, like, freaking out, maybe? And then the police just showed up and were like, like, shut up, we're going to just shoot you. Like... It's not exactly what happened. So then you, uh, he even says, please, please join his family and community activists at a rally and march tomorrow at 3 p.m. in his honor. Um, so now there's actually a video right here I'm going to show you. So actually, so the original time I saw um, the, maybe it was his tweet, and then somebody wrote, he shot at people. So then I'm like, okay, wait, what happened? Uh, so, let's see if this, oh, this is GoFundMe page. Um, warrants, okay. Warrants, which is weird that they just have warrants written like that. MPD snipers on nearby rooftop shoot at Andrew Teckel Sunberg. Berg. Um, So we're going to actually play this. I believe you'll be able to hear it.
1: And first at 6, 5 by Witness News has obtained search warrants that give us a better idea of what led up to the deadly police shooting in Minneapolis early yesterday morning. Eric Chalou has been going through all of the details. He joins us now from the newsroom. Eric's going Eric, what are you all reading that. in this? Well, we got these late this afternoon new search warrants that shed some more light on this situation. We've learned two Minneapolis police Department.
0: I will tell you this. I've listened to this, and... They don't really shed that much light, but...
1: ...sniper shot the 20-year-old man who reportedly held police at bay for more than six hours during a standoff. We're learning more tonight as well about that man. In the early morning hours of Thursday, a bystander captured this video right before the deadly officer-involved shooting. You can see the 20-year-old Andrew Tekle Sunberg hanging from a third-floor window of a Minneapolis apartment on 21st Avenue. SWAT team members could be seen in the hallway. But now we know two snipers also took positions on the roof of the nearby apartment complex, according to court records. Minneapolis police say Sundberg had been firing a gun inside the complex, which is why they responded. We got kids in the house and no, uh, we don't want like to to fly in the windows and hit us officers work to evacuate some of the residents to safety, one man told me
0: he- how about the fact that that guy that lives there had to explain why he wasn't cool with somebody shooting through the apartment building that he lives in does that seem like a weird thing to have to justify seems like that would be self explanatory, you don't want people shooting through your building
1: but he could hear the repeated efforts of negotiators to get Sunberg to surrender. Now, a newly released search warrant, it goes on to shed more light, saying in part. BCA agents' initial scene observations noted multiple bullet cartridges, both live rounds and spent, are in the hallway outside of the subject's apartment, number 318, in addition to multiple apparent bullet holes in the walls, which appeared as though the subject was firing out from his apartment. Loved ones gathered last evening to remember Sunberg during a candlelight vigil outside of the apartment complex. Two women who taught Sunberg at Roosevelt High School years ago spoke to the crowd.
0: Because we... the man was gifted and the man was loving and the man held pain some he held pain people uh I guess that's justification enough now to shoot randomly in the stuff like when how much what's the pain threshold where we're allowed to just shoot at, at uh buildings wondering
1: Some people at the vigil and a friend I spoke with mentioned the 20-year-old had mental health struggles. Now, the warrant also indicates less lethal rounds were used through the evening. Mayor Jacob Fry's office tonight saying that the body camera videos will not be released today. State investigators from the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension continue to investigate. We'll continue to follow it. Back to you.
0: Okay. One. uh, The... Like I said, the search warrant didn't... They didn't even tell us what the search warrant was. I guess it was because they were shooting. They didn't really elaborate on that. Do you need to get a search warrant? By the time somebody's shooting, do you need to call headquarters and be like, hey, I need a search warrant? Or... I feel like you're beyond... Are you not beyond that? You're just like, guess what? People are in danger. We're just going to go in there. you got to get a warrant. That seems weird. One... and I'm just going over the narrative of basically how they like to put this stuff out to make it more inflammatory than it is or, you know, uh, pitch it a certain way. Uh, Circumstances surrounding the hours-long standoff. Why not say how long it is? Most don't say how long it is. It was six hours. He was in the building... For six hours, it's not like. Again, they, they make it sound like he just showed up. Guy was freaking out, and they shot him, which we've seen some footage like that. Uh, you know where they're. It's kind of quick. This is six hours they're dealing with it. The other thing is I don't. I'm not sure that I have it um, pulled up, but there is uh, also. I mean, I I didn't have it because it was, like, kind of hard to hear, but there is footage, somebody sitting there filming, and they said you can hear the father trying to plead with the son to talk to negotiators. So they have negotiators there trying to talk to him. There were uh, snipers on the roof, Um, that's who shot him, the snipers did. Um, so it's funny to me when they keep asking for, it's like family is asking for the body cam footage. What are you getting out of the body cam footage? We could see in that footage that the, the, um, SWAT officers were in the hallway there and he was hanging from the window. So like they're not even in the same room with him when he gets shot. They don't. It doesn't seem like there's a physical confrontation between either one of them. Uh, the snipers stuff is just gonna be, I guess, footage of them, the ground. Like were they laying down? Were they prone? And then you're just chest cameras just filming the rooftop. I don't know. But like in any event, we know how GoPros work. I realize cops don't have GoPros, but like. Um, personal cameras like that are super wide wide angle they're meant to get like everything in front of you as soon as somebody gets like 40 feet away they're tiny anyway so I mean uh, you can call for body footage all you want but I don't see how it's going to um, how it's going to help anything the other thing is that like I said before, the dad was telling the kid to talk to negotiators, which means the dad was there the whole time. So what exactly, uh, what exactly does he hope to learn by seeing the body cam footage? Who's already there for the instance? I mean, I think what he's trying to I read something where they're trying to find out like, who made the call, you know, like, what? how was the decision made uh, to shoot him? And I guess that's, you know, another question. I guess maybe that's what the body cam footage will show. I don't know. People
1: rallied outside of a Minneapolis apartment okay. this afternoon.
0: So then we have this, okay, because everybody's always just, uh, I think it's just the movement. This is another BLM uh These are more BLM marches, um, which seems like they just hop on the side of race, whether it like, let's let's not even say, let's say uh, the cops are in the wrong in this. They don't know. They're just protesting right off of the rip. And now we're like getting all these people riled up. Like it seems like very uh, just like instigatory, like the whole thing right does this not all seem like it's set out to be like inflammatory
1: calling for more accountability this after the deadly police shooting there earlier this week of 20 year old andrew Tekle sunberg but as richard reeve tells us one neighbor says the man's action made her fear
2: for the safety of her family Tense moments as dozens of protesters... I need the to find the ...calling for justice in the deadly police shooting of Andrew Tekle Sunberg. What we're here for is
1: when Teckley was shot by the Minneapolis police
2: and died.
0: Like, who is this white dude there? I've seen him in a bunch of uh videos. I feel like... This guy responded to, he's an actor, and he responded to, Crisis actor wanted. Um. Does he allegedly live there?
2: Bloomberg's parents speaking outside Can the 1st Avenue South apartment building where warrants say the 20-year-old was shot and killed by two police snipers early Thursday morning. He
1: did not deserve
0: to be off like animal from a rooftop. Oh, that's his parents. These white people are that kid's parents. I'm like really blown away now.
2: He deserved to be able to address this with her. And face what he needed if that was true. I don't know. Son.
0: He deserved to be able to address this with her. The woman that he shot into her apartment where her and her kids were. This is what the mom is saying. The mom is saying... Why didn't you facilitate that then? Were you not there all Thursday? Wednesday night? Why didn't you facilitate? Why do not you just calm your kid down and then have make them have a conversation? Like, people like to act like afterwards it, it was a different scenario, you know? Like, you were there. Why didn't you talk to the cops? Why didn't you talk to your kid?
2: sunberg's mother cindy referring to annabella yarborough who showed up upset by the protest
0: he had six hours to choose life i had two to five minutes to choose life
2: yarborough says she and her two young children live across the hallway from sunberg's third floor apartment sharing these photos she says she was cooking dinner wednesday night when he began shooting.
0: He started in the hallway shooting bullets into my unit and made his way into his unit and started shooting fire while the police were trying to get me and my kids. I literally... Um... She was shooting fire? What does that mean? Did he have a... flamethrower? I think it's just... poor wording. Was he like, Dylon? His... Gun was dial on. It was just spitting hot fire. Not making light of it, but that is interesting wording. What does that mean? He's shooting fire. Almost died.
2: Police say they responded after getting information Sunberg was firing shots inside. Court documents say officers found multiple live and spent rounds in the hallway and bullet holes in the walls. Sunberg's parents expressed sorrow and apologized for what happened.
1: My heart goes out to that woman. She went through a very traumatic. Event with those.
0: This guy's not even crying. Neither of the parents are crying. He's just, I've seen a couple of interviews, now that I know, he seemed like just a random white dude that was hanging out there. But now that you know that these are his parents and neither one of them are crying, seems weird. Bullets coming through our house. That'll affect
1: her for the rest of her life. It'll affect her children for the rest of her life.
2: A city of Minneapolis statement says negotiations between police and Sunberg went on for six hours before the snipers shot him. Police aren't saying what prompted the snipers to open fire when they did.
1: We can ask the Minneapolis Police Department to do better so we don't have even more grieving families.
2: In a statement, the Sunberg's attorney, Jeff Storms, says the family has been given very little information, in his words, why Tekle's mental health crisis became a death sentence. Storms says he has questions about the official narrative.
1: It's written in a passive sense, as if it just happened, right? And these things don't happen. People take action. People take active, affirmative steps. And we were told none of those active, affirmative steps.
2: Storm says Sundberg struggled with his mental health. He expressed sympathy to anyone in Sundberg's building impacted by his crisis. Minneapolis police say they have hundreds of hours of body cam video and audio to review. Storm says he's requested some of that footage, which he said could be released as early as next week, Brett, Richard Reed, reporting for us, Rich.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here's the other uh, place we're going to go. Why does he have a gun? One. So is that the parent's gun, I would imagine? Um, if you know that you have a kid that has mental health issues, would you not have the gun somewhere, uh, you know, not easily accessible? Would you have it locked up? One. One. So, like, this is my point. You know, they want to see the footage and want to know what happened. One, they were there. Two, uh, what they're claiming no responsibility in this at all. One, it's their kid. Two, did they not know he had a gun? So it's their kid. They don't know that he has a gun. Or it's his gun, the father's gun. So then, then he's negligent. For not keeping it safe. Uh, Two, they know he has a mental uh, health issue, right? So, was he going... You know, we like to go, oh, the cops should do better. Well, were the parents taking him to therapy? Did he go to therapy? I mean, maybe his therapist should do better. And I'm going to take a guess here. Uh, I searched, I can't find it, but I'm going to guess that he's on antidepressants. This is just a shot in the dark. Um, call me Nostra dumbass, but I'm going to guess that he's on antidepressants, which basically every mass shooter for the last, I don't know, 20 years uh, has been on antidepressants and or known by the FBI. I mean, I know, listen, I'll say it again. I realize I'm a conspiracy theorist, but like, it's just a lot of things to, to like, be like, I'm going to overlook. So here's my next thing. Um, I'm assuming he was on probably antidepressants, one. Two, uh, they know he has a problem. I'm assuming he goes to therapy. Either one, he doesn't go to therapy, and that's also negligent on the parents' part because if he has that much of a problem, he should probably be going to talk to somebody, right? Um, so how is this not the therapist or the parents' fault? Um, So now you get to a point where now your kid's hanging out the window trying to shoot at people or uh, shooting through the building. And you're like, hey, you guys control him. Why don't you guys do a better job of controlling the kid that we uh, raised and we live with? I mean, obviously they didn't uh, birth him, I don't think. Unless that's some other stuff I don't know about. But maybe... I don't know. I don't know the situation. Maybe it's a different dad. And then, I don't know. Um, Anyway, my point, again, which I'm getting to, is that there were negotiators there. So now, at this point, you are dealing with people that are trained in this type of thing. Um, It's not just a regular cop. You know, we have the people that have the training for this. And it still went on for six hours. You can still hear the dad in the footage trying to plead with him. I should really find that. Maybe I'll post a link or something. Uh, But he's like trying to get them to negotiate. So, like, how long do you do this before something like that has to happen? I mean, that sucks. But how long is appropriate... 24 hours? Do you have to wait 24 hours before you're like, okay, maybe we should do something about it? So, here are the essential crisis negotiation skills of the NYPD. Um, And I'm just going to go on the uh, titles. Crisis negotiation skills number one. I'm not going to read that every time. Talk to me. Uh, emphasizes communication as an essential police negotiator negotiation technique for their crisis negotiators. For good reason, opening up avenues of communication to counterpart signals that you are ready to listen. Okay. Seems like same thing a prior therapist would do. Two, patience. Not only is it important to allow... Your counterpart, a forum, to air concerns during a hostage negotiation. It is also critical for the crisis negotiator to be patient and avoid jumping to conclusions and rushing quickly towards a resolution. I would say six hours is um, sufficient time. No? Maybe, like I said, 24? Um, Active listening. Maybe the parents didn't listen to the kid and he needed somebody to listen to him. So that negotiator. And again, this is New York Police Department. So maybe Minneapolis. um, They just like swear at them or something. I don't know. Um, The NYPD hostage negotiation teams call active listening an effective effective, and effective skill. Uh, active listening is an effective skill when it is used to build trust and rapport between negotiating parties with the effective byproduct of this process, resulting in information gathering. Those sneaky son of a bitches. They're not really trying to be your friend. They're trying to gather information. Sorry. Um, next one is respect. we I guess we know what respect is. Calm. These all sound like things a therapist would be. Um, Self-awareness. You have to be like, I am also fat. I also would like to shoot through my apartment building. I don't think that's how that goes. But um, it involves the dual realization that the crisis negotiator must establish a relationship... With a complete stranger while keeping her communication strategic and purposeful in nature. How did we gender hostage negotiators? They even said her. So, closer to a therapist. Is that sexist? It's probably sexist. Um, Adaptability. If it's cold out, you got to be wearing colder clothes than if you're negotiating in the summertime. You have to adapt. No, the police negotiation technique that all skilled negotiate, negotiators should possess is in their negotiating skilled repertoire. That's a really wordy sentence to not really say very much. Is the ability to adapt to changing circumstances and to respond to those circumstances in a way that preserves the relationship they have built with their counterpart while also bringing them closer to the negotiation goals. Um, okay. I mean, so my point is, and I guess that's a long way around to just be like, negotiators are basically kind of police therapists already. Um, so... They brought in the people in the police department that are equipped to do this. They waited six hours. I'm not saying anybody should be shot, but I'm just saying that... <clears throat> you know, like, what is a happy resolution of this after all this? And do we, do we get to a point where... Uh, being virtuous and, uh, you know, like standing up for, um, BLM is right, even if other people could have died. Like when, in the original footage I saw of that woman confronting everybody, she's like, he almost killed me and my children. He almost killed me in front of my children. Um... And people in this protest are going, shut up, bitch, you're alive. Uh, what? Yeah, but she could very well not be. So, like, you know, like, that person would for sure um, have PTSD. Asshole screaming that stuff. So anyway, here's my point. One, no, in this circumstance, nobody's bringing up gun laws, which is interesting. Um, which, because normally, I guess because race, the race card trumps the gun um, confiscation in this case. For the purpose of furthering, I don't know what plan it is. You know what I mean? Why is that not being pushed this time? the narrative just... If it was just always consistent across the board, I might, like, you know, agree with some of the stuff. But it's, like, none of it makes sense. Why is BLM not in Chicago weekly um, doing, like... uh, You know, having, like, um, camps and stuff. And, and, uh, like, mentors go into the inner city and hang out with these kids and tell them not to uh shoot people. Like if you really wanted to do something constructive. Like this looks good now. I mean it doesn't even cuz it's a convoluted uh scenario where they waited 6 hours. It's not you know, it's a different scenario than a lot of them in the past. They jump straight in. The people that are instigators are like <clears throat> just reposting that article's title where it says that his mental health crisis was a death sentence. Like, that's a bit, we're really uh, reaching here. You know, they tried their best. Again, like, I don't understand. What do you want people to do? They had the people there. Why aren't we blaming the therapist? That lady that was on the microphone said she used to teach him. Let's blame that chick. It's her fault. She taught him. Was Was she shitty to him in class? She should have recognized that he had problems and she should have done something about it. You know? But she didn't. Um, so now it looks good for her to go and stand on the street corner and uh, scream about how sad she is. But she didn't do anything either. So all these people that are now mad at the police, all these people that were close, the parents, the teachers, they all are just like, it's their fault for shooting him. Well, he was unruly in class. I don't know. What do you want me to do it? He just, uh, that's what it was. And we. I just passed him. So you do that someone's whole life. And then nobody reprimands somebody. And then, then you put him on some antidepressants that we know, uh, you know, just numb you. So now he's just a numb person that doesn't feel anything. He doesn't even feel, probably remorse for shooting through people's uh, apartments while he's dead now. But even if he was alive, you wouldn't feel remorse because you're on uh, pills. And I'm just guessing at that, but wait and see. That'll come out months from now. And it'll like trickle out in, uh, you know, like five months. They'll be like, he was on antidepressants. He didn't have his antidepressants that day. He just went off his... You like the girl... Oh, what's that movie where the girl disappeared in the uh, water tank on top of the hotel? Oh, the Cecil Hotel? Yeah, Cecil Hotel. What's um, the... Go- I don't remember the name of the documentary, but... Anyway, it's same thing. Like, that girl... Everybody's like, oh, she got killed, she got kidnapped, blah, 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 this and that. And then you start looking at her posts, and it's like, I'm not taking my... My, my uh medicine anymore and then she has like some kind of you know like you. then they show footage of her in the uh elevator like like peeking out of the corner at, or like around the corner in the elevator and stuff and it's like she's obviously having some kind of issue but and I would guess and I don't know this because I was never on them but I would imagine if you take something like that like a SSRI And then you just go off of it. I'm sure your body goes through some kind of crazy-ass, like, period trying to adjust to, like, normal hormones or or, um, whatever chemistry and make its own stuff. And then you probably go more crazy for a period of time. Like, you can't just stop stuff like that. Um, A lot of, like, barbiturates and all that stuff, you can't can't just stop or you'll die. Um, So, like, why do we not think... You know, I I guarantee you this guy is at least on antidepressants, if not tried to go off them or stop taking them or some shit like that. Something will come out where it's like, well, we kind <clears> of <throat> he was having issues, you know, but like whatever, um, it's the cops' fault. So, all right, leave comment. What do you think? Am I wrong? Um, I don't, I'm not saying that the dude should have been shot, but my point is that like, um, it sucks and it's, it's a tragedy, but we just like to, not even we like to, some people like to, uh, just, uh, inflame situations, um, without really knowing, what's going on, which I would say this is one of those scenarios because like, like I said, it's not a, it's not a, listen, a lot of those police shootings, the people were doing shit they shouldn't have done. Okay. But it's not even a scenario like that. Like we can't get mad every time somebody acts out and then puts other people. I thought we were really caring about other people. Like that's why we're supposed to wear masks and get vaccinated. Right is so that we protect other people and yet yeah, this one person was putting everybody in the building in danger and they're like you assholes right i mean he that one person put multiple people in danger so if you get rid of unfortunately one person then you save all the other people in the building or my, is that a screwed up way to think about it? All right, that's it. Um, like, follow. Uh, yeah, that's what's called, right? No, subscribe. Subscribe this YouTube. Like, subscribe, and um, send this to your friend that you know is gonna be really mad about it. And then at least that way I get more like comments and stuff on this on the my videos. All right, later. Clint Esposito. Clint Esposito on everything.